big episode of the Nordies podcast. We are back, and we never were tricked by the blind side. The U.S. women's national team crashes and burns, and we cover the bigger 10. Here we go. Continental, baby. Yeah, we were in. Uh, we were in Mexico. We were in Acumal. We Acumal. did it all in Acumal. We did. We had a good time. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We ate good food. We drank a lot of tequila. How many bottles do you think we went through? With like five or six over the week. I mean, with the first, really only four people drinking. Yeah, it. the first night we were there, we just drank a whole bottle of tequila. We thought that was like a week's worth of alcohol. Yeah, and we drank in like so, two days. We so. had to go back a few times. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, we were on one. Um, it was fun. Mexico, yes. great time. Uh, the water was like apocalyptic level hot. That was maybe a little bit disconcerting. Yeah, like um, every just time. Just the, like the, the warming of the oceans experiencing that because uh, yeah. it was like pretty crazy. But I think that, I don't think you could be like a anti like like a global warming is a hoax person and go in the ocean in Mexico right now. Right. Because I was like. There's like oh. three fish, and they're just like, yeah, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> yeah. It literally was like it was like 95 degrees. We outside. had to go. We had to go dive in underground caves to get cool water. Yeah, which was fucking. But we sick. did do that. We that went, was, and we went in a bat cave. Too. A bat cave. Yeah, dude. That was that was really. And you sweet. got bit, and you <laughs> have been. <laughs> <laughs> noticing some strange side effects what's going on with you yeah man bat <laughs> the the mayan man bat the mayan man bat that's who i'm gonna become I love now. it um yeah so we had a lot of fun we missed you guys so we took a week off of podcasting so we're back with lots of takes and um yeah we have two good episodes this week so make sure you tune into both of them but before we jump into this really fun sports cast we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter, which I'm going to continue to call it Twitter, yeah. and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast, and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from, uh, and get it directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Yep. Say hi on the gram. Yeah. Uh, share our shit, please. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you. So um, what are we drinking here today, Jim? 56. Haven't um, been there in a while. Haven't been there. Okay, us- this was someplace we went. I went pretty often because they had parking. Uh, the beer's pretty good it's actually gotten a lot better too um it just convenient it was close to our house too we're used to live yeah, so it was nice. 56 this is lake hopper west coast style ipa I like sucker it. for a west coast these i days. am i'm way in on the west coast trend the west coast i swear they're better than they were last time they were really popular i think that we went through like bitter beer face west coast where yeah. they were just like trying How to punch. oily can we make this thing? yeah and that was that was not fun that got to a point where it was like they were so bitter it was just unfun and then the names start to be like yeah you bitter bitch and stuff it's yeah. like okay call them the fuck down. and now i think they're like back to a chill west coast style mm-hmm. and i would take a west coast nine out of ten times over an east coast style right now that's where i'm at nine out of ten. Nine out of ten mm-hmm. you fucking animal i love it so I, we like these beers a lot i actually really like this beer me too good job 56 6.5 percent is a nice summer percentage yeah it is that's right in it's our right in there. yeah all right, so here we go. Lots to talk about today. First thing we need to talk about is the Wolf City Edition jerseys came <laughs> we up. We should, yeah. Very, always controversial. 
I like these. Sometimes, well, actually, here's the thing. If it's controversial, it's probably good because usually with all city editions, they just get panned relentlessly and everyone agrees to hate them. I think that um, what basketball should do, I think basketball's trying to do this. I think they've, they, I, I think there was a, a meeting with who makes their jerseys, Nike. Uh, yeah. Nike and the teams mm-hmm. got together and they were like, have you seen what soccer does? And they were like, no, enlighten us. And they were <laughs> like, every year they release a new home jersey, a new away jersey, and then one or two just random Wild jerseys. ass third jersey. And their home jersey day. is always their colors. Their away jersey is like whatever a totally different color. Want. And then the third and fourth jerseys are just even more off the rails. Yeah. And they sell tons of jerseys And sometimes every year. the third jersey is a throwback. Or sometimes they do a fourth jersey that's a cool throwback. I think that there is too much put on the color schemes yeah in the u.s i totally agree i don't care if the vikings are purple i can tell i i promise you i won't get confused i promise you if they are in bright red i and you tell me they are (laughs) i can pay attention and and follow the game i I do think basketball lends itself better than even the other sports um hockey to uh, doing crazy kits and so jerseys yeah Yeah, yeah, i do i think i think basketball is the natural place to do it yeah i think that they could easily make it so the wolves were and and by the way we also have the wearing white at home they've kind of relaxed on that in the nba (laughs) they have but but still like your home jersey is always like a white jersey I think that their home jersey should be a blue jersey, right? Which is like their main color. Your main color, your and dark then color, their yep. away jerseys can be any other colors that they want. They could have a purple jersey one year. They could have a gold jersey. They could have one that's gopher colors. They could have one that's black and white. They could do whatever they wanted, and then they can just mix and match those jerseys. And they do it a little bit in the mm-hmm. NBA. They do a little, yeah. But they're More. always still kind of trying to get into those color schemes, and I think jerseys are they're fun like why do we have to pretend that they're so serious well i mean with these these are pretty fun city jerseys dude they're they're white and bright blue that aren't necessarily colors you see on any of their yeah their stuff right now i mean i guess you you do see white and blues but this is different and it's got a big swirl on it it's like it's got a bunch of cool piping with like ten thousand lakes wording on it i like it uh the actual patch on the the clothes with the you know it's that circular wolves uh logo looks really sick with the different color scheme what what i think it's like kind of fun but it, people are just absolutely roasting them like well what the fuck do you want would you get one of these jerseys i think i would yeah i, I think, think this is this the is, first one i'd get in a while i think this is a dh gate dh yes ant five dhgate.com yeah. make sure you go there on incognito mode so they don't put weird cookies on your browser with like dildos popping up dildo ads will pop up Whoa, for dh gate really? they do yeah on my work computer wow so until i started using incognito okay and then incognito mode dh gate they can won't get, put weird cookies you can get like fake nikes and like you can get fake easies here's the thing about getting the fake easies they're still a fucking <clears throat> commitment because they're still like a hundred bucks because they look re- fucking real yeah. um so don't don't mess with that. But yeah, man, get the kits. Yeah, so I'm gonna think, get some. And the kids, I think I'm I, going DH Gate Ant Jersey. Okay, ant I love five. it. Ant Five. I love that. Do you like the Ant Five? I I don't love it, but I uh, I'll get used to it. It's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's just not A one since since day one, but that's fine. Yeah, I anything he does is cool though. So if he wants to be five, yeah, I mean, and he has his best season yet in five, which I think he will. Then it's all about the five. I agree. I agree. So yeah, I think we like this. We like them. And I thought that the young gravy, um, the young little, gravy yacht, 
weird like on the lake it was it, it was it was like a bunch so of people terrible. i like follow were invited to that and then they have like nas reed driving a boat i love that they made nas reed the face of it though because yeah. he's a fucking franchise it was, guy now. it was nas reed and mike connelly yeah, were yeah, the yeah. two guys who were kind of like the people at this i would say that um this was so cheesy, like on purpose. Yeah, that I just liked it. I thought yeah. it was like so kitschy and fun in Minnesota summer. I thought it was pretty good in that yeah. way too. They and Young Gravy is just kind of cool. Yeah, he is cool. All right. Um. So let's keep going on. This is uh, some more Wolves news for you guys. Jaden McDaniels, who is the number two face of the franchise, in my opinion, Mr. Personality. Huge endorsements for he, his, but, his but speaking he skills. Is the second, like the. If they were, had to put like protect guys, yeah, he would be the second guy. Second they'd guy they'd protect from Ant, like a draft. Or it would whatever, be yeah. Ant, then I think Jaden, then I think Carl Anthony Towns is how I believe the Wolves see it. Yeah, um, I he, don't know. They might try to keep Nas, Nas in that case. But yeah, no, I I, I get it. And um, yeah, what happened? He was six nine last year, and now he's already six eleven. At 22 years old, he grew two inches in the oh, offseason. I love this. I love this. This means that he... He's like he's like the perfect body type. He's not like a point guard where it's like, oh, does that kind of mess up? No, dude. He needs to have a long-ass arms to block shots. I love it. I love it. This is perfect. Um, but it does make me feel like um, Carl Anthony Towns is less necessary. And I know Towns will be there at least for most of the season. It's a game of two inches sometimes. I get and it. And this could hurt his case. But it just means that... that um, it's a, quite a bit more obvious to me now that uh, Jaden's future is a as a power forward, mm-hmm. and I just think that you could play him and Towns together maybe at four and five, and they probably will this year some. But I just think that it makes him a little less needed um, now. Yeah. I I love this. I think this is great news. It's I mean it's great news. Jaden's just, a big piece for us. He's a big piece. I think he's going to have a tremendous year. Um, I think he's going to be in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, and I think he's actually going to start to average up like more like 22 points a game, like actually start scoring more consistently. So that I, would be I, I don't think I don't think he'll get there until Towns is gone. Yeah. OK, well, that's fair because he'll be playing with Towns who yep. needs to shoot a lot. I so. think he'll be like a 15, 16 point a game guy who for the first time in his career will have some like 30 point game kind sure. of things. OK. Um, and he'll fill up the stat sheet with blocks, steals, rebounds, assists, everything. I think he's going to be kind of like this long lanky athletic swiss army knife player on the wing cool and i'm really excited about him i'm this so year. excited for I, dude basketball and football are coming back and i'm just so it's happy a great about we're that. about to head into i mean it's not never fun having to go back to school but it is kind of like a a fun time of year with sports you know yeah. ramping up and everything coming back. i mean i can't wait <laughs> my kids are gone my wife is gone i'm home all day you get the Premier League on, sometimes on Tuesday, Wednesday afternoon. What a life. What a life. It's the best. Can't wait for school to start. Sticking with uh, the NBA and basketball, James Harden <laughs> trying his hardest to get out of Philadelphia. Like every other franchise he's ever been to. Yeah. He's um, I, he's he's so annoying, dude. Bill Simmons covers this um, pretty extensively with, with Harden. Yeah. He said that there's two players ever who have demanded trades from three different teams. Kyrie and him? Yeah. Okay. Those are the only two that he could come up with that were like big star players. Yeah. And these guys are just... And only star players are demanding trades anyways. Yeah. These guys are complete cancers to their team. I wouldn't touch Harden at this point. No. Um, He is 
over he's he's become so underrated he like overrated he's probably underrated at this point if that makes um, sense no i think he's still overrated i think people still think he's i mean he maybe is still one of the best scorers in the league but what a problem he is oh he my is. that he outweighs is. everything dude and plus like dude being a great scorer is awesome and it's really really important but unless it does you mean you need the fucking ball all the time and so. unless you can't do it in the playoffs which he never which he did. hasn't either so yeah dude i think he's a huge problem he's like fat again which is his thing every offseason he's just known to be the guy that that is not a team player and goes to the strip club in every city which is fine but he's not really trying in the offseason to get better either He's like, no, I just, I just step back and shoot, baby. That's what I do. Okay, yeah. Don't grow your game at all, buddy. Good to go. So yeah, he's a problem. Not surprised, but so he he comes out and is like, I will never play for a team that Daryl Morey is involved with. Daryl Morey is a liar. Hey, he's very straight up about it. Good for him. And Philly's like, we're not trading you. So there you go. I think they would love to trade him, but I think that they know that right now the only thing they could get for him is 10 cents on the dollar. Yeah. And so I think they're just going to say, hey, we will wait till the trade deadline. We'll wait till later in the season when someone gets injured or a team wants to add another star. Mm -hmm. And he'll have a lot more value then than he will now. Everyone knows he's trying to force his way out. Um, I think Dame Lillard is the same thing. Yep. Yep. Watch for Dame Lillard to move. They Him trying to be like, I'll only go to Miami. Well, we'll see what happens. You go, know. go enjoy playing for the Pacers, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, some other stuff here. We got Logan Cooley, the superstar phenom freshman gopher player. He finished, I think, second in the Hobie Baker award voting. Okay. He was rated the number one prospect in hockey. That's wonderful. Gone. Yeah. Left. Yeah, he said he was staying, and then in the middle of the summer, he changed his mind, decided he's going to go to play in the three thousand seat uh, stadium in Arizona. I feel like this was a mistake. He wanted that money, man. I I know, but like, the money dude, isn't. You had, the like, money is not much well, for rookies. Life changing when you're when you're broke. It's just, of course, I think he they get, they're getting some money out of college these days, but he is making. I think his rookie contract will pay him about nine hundred thousand for three years. So, I mean, it's a yeah, lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but it's just like, he. I think he should have stuck it out one more year. They don't even know where they're going to be playing. Yeah, right. They're, they're a, weird uh, year to go there. It's just a weird year to go to. If he was going to go to the Bruins, I'd say, hell yeah, go do it. Yeah. But to go to this team, they're they're playing in a college stadium that's like smaller than the, where the Gophers play. Yeah. They could be in Houston next year. They could and be And plus, in, they came up just short, too. So, like, does that mean nothing? Don't you want to go back? Yeah, they and lost just, ten like, seconds in seal overtime. Seal the fucking deal, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a bummer. So I, I was, I was sad to see him go. Um, he's, he's, he has the ability to go on to be one of the greatest Gopher players ever. Maybe he'll end up in the Wild someday, man. That'd be cool. Five years. Down Doesn't the ever seem like that happens. The Wild only get like scrubby Gopher players. <laughs> they never get like a star player from the Gophers, which would be really fun. Yeah, that would be cool. Um. Hey, you know what? We need to talk about it at some point and try to work it in. It's a production note. What? Um, Johnny Football. That oh. doc. Yeah, I want to talk about it more on our other pod. Oh, because that's a yeah. show. But understood. yeah, I will say, if you want to <laughs> talk about talk- like Harden or like players that don't give a fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. The, the right. Johnny Football doc on Netflix is one of the wildest documentaries I've ever watched on Netflix or anywhere. Yeah. yeah. One of the best sports doc- docs ever. This dude... 
I've never seen someone handle fame in a worse way. <laughs> right. And the problem is he was too famous in college. His so problem he was, was already it, handling it poorly in college. His problem is, though, that he did get screwed in college by not getting paid. Because he was, he was right on the edge of being a millionaire he was right on the edge for like he, four more extra years. I bet you he would have been making $30 million a year in college. Whatever Liv, whatever that sexy cheerleader gal yeah. she's making, he'd be making five times more. Livy Dunn. Livy Dunn. Yeah, he'd be making more, quite a bit more than her. He he was the biggest. He was one of the biggest stars in sports yeah. as a college athlete. Yeah, he just missed it by. And he was like eight years. He five was years. like getting in trouble for like signing autographs and stuff. Oh, like it was just God, and what a joke. Yeah. But of course, he was getting money. We found. Oh, out, he so, was. Yeah, he, he was one. Like they like just explained his parents were wealthy, but yeah. his parents weren't wealthy. <laughs> I think that the craziest thing about um, that documentary and him is just that he's such a bad person. <laughs> yeah right i mean yeah. that's ultimately what it comes so, down like to. you're watching it and you're like god this is a sad story that i don't feel bad about so then you're like all right i mean he's still a millionaire he's doing fine he's playing football in canada no i, th- I think at this he point couldn't he's even handle nothing. that yeah that yeah. does suck he's he'll probably die at some point yeah i mean he's he's just in a, a downward spiral. someone someone had such a good point they were like yeah the whole movie was about how like he used to do drugs and drink and then at the end he was just like i'm not doing anything and he was just drinking a beer <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I used to do drugs, but that was way over there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's too bad. Yeah. um, Poor guy. I don't know. No, nothing else. It's a sad fucking state. Hey, we'll keep it with college football, though. Okay. And we need to talk about uh, the Big Ten. Yeah. Changing, changing again. It's getting bigger. It's expanding. It's the the biggest ten I've ever seen. I I hate that they still call it the Big Ten. Like, how stupid do they think people are? It's just... 14... Teams now, isn't it? and it's going to be. I think it's going to be sixteen. Oh my god! It'll be sixteen teams. So it'll be. They're they're trying to figure out like the divisions of the Big Ten and like what that's going to look like. Yeah, because they're adding what Oregon and like Oregon Washington, Washington. D.C. Yeah. though, right? Yeah. So I'm going to try to see. I I did see some people who did who. So what is there conferences that are just failing hard pack 10 is like so pack 10 is dead so pack 10 they call themselves 10 but they're down to like four or what um so here is uh i don't know if this is the best one i saw a couple really good ones um so there was a bunch of different options um i think most of them have minnesota in the west with a pretty weaker like the weaker bunch so it'd okay it would be the california usc and ucla it would be um, Washington, Oregon, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Nebraska, um, I think would be kind of the one that they most likely would be in. All right. That sounds kind of you tough. You get to though. avoid, though, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, that's true. The, the top couple dogs, right? Yeah, like the two that have been kind of the, the premier teams. So, But I, Oregon is a fucking really good team, yeah, right? Oh, oh, yeah. And USC is a really tough team that yeah. we're adding. I mean, it just makes me know that Minnesota will never – when the, the they'll never win or, the conference i mean they already weren't and they keep adding great teams and even if they added bad teams it just increases your chances or decreases your percentage chance to win it so yeah although winning it now would be more epic than ever um it just ain't gonna happen dude it's just that college sports are just like we 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 talk about them as if they're pure but they're 
so, so far from corrupt. Pure. They're much worse. They're much worse than it's like sports. it's it's much worse because there's so much room for bending the rules yeah. or change changing how you do things or moving around or, or playing by different rules uh, in general like just different spending different amounts of money it's the, like yeah the qualifications to be a student in the sec and in the big 10 is vastly different in most right. schools the amount of money that schools can give you the amount of money that now random people and businesses can give you mm-hmm. the you know like everything about it can just be bent and corrupted so much and so to me i think that uh, college sports people always talk about it like oh it's just so pure the kids are playing for the the name on the front and not the name on the back and I'm like no they're, no, they're not. they never were no they're not they've been recruited by a bunch of weird people you know who have like car dealerships and think they're like big wigs in in town and at the games you know like that's what it ends up being it's just it's sketchy and so I I don't know I have a hard time diving into I have a hard time diving into college sports yeah like I'm, I enjoy it. I mean, I, I like when there's a lot of hype around one of our college teams. Yeah. That's always a lot of fun. It happens, you know, more and more infrequently. Yes. Uh, but it is cool. Yeah. And it, it'll be fun to, like, play at Oregon at home or something So at some point. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah, no, it will all be fun. And, I mean, what it is really doing is it's creating two super conferences here. Pack and the SEC and oh, the, see, yeah, and the Big Ten are right. now the Big Two. Um, the Big Twelve is going to try to hang in there, and the ACC is going to try to hang in there. But I bet Florida State and Clemson are the next two to get picked off. But I mean, like, what are you going to have all the big teams in two different conferences? Is that like mm-hmm. you can do that? That'd be fine. Doesn't yeah, matter, right? I think that's their goal. Oh wow! I think that I I bet you in ten years you'll have. The SEC and the Big Ten. I think that I hope they rename themselves to like the Southern Conference and the Northern Conference. Yeah, that's yeah. what Ooh, I would do. That would be that'd be kind more of fun. Electric. That would be fun. Little callback to the little, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Confederates versus. <laughs> oh, let's go. I, I would like that. I think that would be kind of fun. I bet there will be twenty four teams in each. Okay, is my guess uh, as to what is going to happen here. So wow, that would be so different. But it'd be kind of cool. Whatever. It would be sort of cool, but again, it's just like it's just going to kill. I mean, there's like college football is not competitive, right? Like I can promise you that either Alabama or Georgia will be in the national championship game this year and will be the favorite, right? If not both of them right? <laughs> against each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like every year and I can guarantee you that Ohio state and Michigan will play to go to the final four whenever they play. Yep. But and, isn't it fun? Oh yeah. In, in the tournament, right? Cause there's going to be 16 teams. Oh, uh, is it eight teams now? Eight teams at least I think eight now, which will be better. Yeah. That'll be fun. But you'll just watch these, like, you know, teams Scrubby absolutely. Teams. They'll be like, Central, or, eight you know, seed versus a one Central seed. Central Florida, the eight seed, gets to play one seed Georgia, and they lose 56 to seven, you know? <laughs> I'm like, wow, the playoffs are really competitive mm, is, here. I'm so glad they opened it up. Yeah. So yeah. I, I. But that's weird. So that'll be kind of, I don't know. It's probably a good thing. It was going to happen all along. Once they yeah. got to 14 teams, 16 teams was inevitable. So got it. Other football news. Um, you know what? what? What I want to applaud us on? Oh. That we never fell for the blind side. Yes. Never did. No. Never hyped it up. No. Um, never talked about it. 
never had and, and it's a sports movie right yeah so wouldn't movie. we wouldn't you think we would cover it and watch it didn't watch it we saw it right through it i i i try to avoid the white savior movies right like the whole movie was like look at this dumb poor black kid who needs to be saved by white people <laughs> like what boy they sure are nice white people <laughs> that was they what cared. the movie was it was I, that's how they marketed it that's what it was it's like that movie where uh, Viggo Mortensen drove like the black play like play around, and they like realized that there was no difference between white people and black people, and it's, like the green room, I think it was. I so, literally, yeah, there was no those. way I was watching this movie. This movie looked like shit, and it people were like, like "The Blind Side." So it was good. nominated for Best Picture, uh, and Sandra Bullock won Best Actress for it. Embarrassing, embarrassing, and they made like I don't think that, and people are like. Sandra Bullock needs to give up her Oscar because this story said it was based in a real story. And there's no reason no. that she needs to do that, no, of course. There's no, none. But but I will say, though, that in this story, they, they intentionally like dumbed down the Michael Orr character in this to make him seem like this just doofy Yeah, like guy. they really needed help because yeah. he couldn't tie his shoes. Because he couldn't do and, anything without yeah. white people. And, like, and he, that's what it was. And so it turns out that they did not adopt him. <sighs> they told him that they did, oh, and then they, they did it at conservatorship because they knew he was going to go to the NFL. And then they wrote this book and sold the rights to a movie and got uh, like, you know, 7% of all profits around the movie, and Michael got nothing, no, none of it. So, yeah, and then, you know, the mom and the dad are coming out like, this is such a tragedy that he would come out like this. It's not true, and it breaks our heart. And then the brother was like, no, I get why he's doing this, yeah. and I actually thought that this would have happened a while ago. Um, and he, and then they're like, well, he tried to shake us down two years ago for $15 million to not make all this public. It's like, well, yeah, you owed him $15 million. <laughs> so he gave you a chance to not embarrass yourself. I don't think that means he's a bad guy. I think that means no, like... No, I don't either. I, I don't know. I think it's that this is... such a goofy fucking deal. I think this is ridiculous. And the, the only thing that... The only real punishment they should get besides having to pay him a bunch of money for being awful evil people is I think that they should... Um, have a fate similar to those people yeah. in that Alabama <laughs> dock fight. <laughs> <laughs> chairs. You're I'm talking a, about chairs. I'm a big Alabama dock You're fight guy. Chairs. Oh, I thought the race war had started. What justice? And though? I couldn't believe what side I was on. But what, I was like, what justice? Chair guy. Yeah, chair guy. I wasn't even upset with chair guy. I was like, I understand. I get it. Okay, I, I it. want you to say to me, um, wow, you're going to change this boy's life, okay? Wow, you're going to change this boy's life. No. He's going to change mine. Uh, <laughs> That's what the fucking movie was, That's dude. What the That's what the movie was. was. Gross, gross. Ew. So, uh, yeah, this is hilarious. And pay the man. Pay O'Her. Pay yep. him. Yep, he deserves it. All right, uh, let's keep moving on here. Uh, Dalvin Cook, he's going mm. to the Jets. Him and A-Rodge. A-Rodge, D-Cook. What do you think? Think um, this helps their team? I do. Sure. I, I think it helps them. I mean, I, I don't think he's close to a star running back at this point. I don't. Who's their starting running? I mean, he is their starting running back. I think it will back. be him. Yeah. I, I, Brees Hall is the guy everyone thinks because Brees Hall was this phenom rookie, but then he tore up his knee. Oh, yeah. That and, sucked. Oh, yeah, early. That was really sad. Yep, I remember and he that. was really good, and, and I think everyone just assumed he was going to be back as a superstar, but I think this is kind of them saying, like, he might not, he be, might ready. not be ready. He's not even cleared totally yet. So oh, I think the that season's coming up. I would bet Cook has a bigger role at the beginning of the season than he does at the end, but I would okay. expect to see Cook early and often on passing downs. Because would you ever, 
like what round are you drafting him in fantasy? Not that we like to talk fantasy. He'd be a backup running back. He'd be like, yeah, second time you grab a run, third run time you get yeah, a run. Yeah, third or fourth running back on your roster kind okay. of guy. Right. But he, he, like, he'll be on a lot of passing downs because um, Rodgers definitely, this is definitely Rodgers saying, go get me a veteran running back. That can catch. Because yeah. who can block? Oh. That's the big piece. So the veteran running backs, the guys who stick around for a long time, are really good at blocking. Mm-hmm. Like they just, it's so not they just get it. It's not that they blow everybody up with every block, but they just are good at getting in people's way and knowing who whose way to get in front. Right, you know? right, right. And so, what quarterbacks? The reason that they don't like playing with young running backs is because the run, young running backs make mistakes, and those mistakes get them killed. You got it. And so, this was definitely Rogers saying, "Get me a vet who I know." I can certain trust. plays, we need somebody in there that we can need someone help. I can trust who knows what they're doing, who okay. knows the blocking scheme, who knows where to go, and is, I'm not going to get blown. So up. you're watching the, a Jets game. Maybe yeah. it's like a big Sunday night game, okay? Yeah. And the, it's crunch time. Maybe it's fourth quarter. Dalvin fumbles on the two mm-hmm. in a really devastating fashion, and yeah. it looks like the Jets can't win. Do you laugh? Or do you go, oh, man, poor guy. Like, how much are you cheering for Dalvin at this point? Uh, it depends. Is he faking a shoulder injury? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, right. I didn't mention that, but I didn't have to. Because if he fumbles, he, if he, fumbles, he pretends he actually injury. got hurt, and that's why he fumbled. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I am... I don't really Happy care. to not have... I think I would laugh because I would be like, what a relief that this didn't happen to my team again. I don't really care. I don't have anything... I, like, I, Do I like Dalvin Cook? Sure, yeah. He had a nice career, pretty right. short time, but he was good while he was here. Yeah, no reason I to I have no reason him. to dislike him. Um, I, I'm not like going to follow his career really closely either. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't matter to me. Got but it. yeah, I, I, I'm not the kind of person who will cheer for Aaron Rodgers, though. No. Everyone's like, what? now that he's not on the Packers, I'm going to cheer for Aaron Rodgers. That'd be what? so Who funny. Who said that? And I'm like, that sounds awful because he's if a terrible person. If he had left person. the team 10 years ago, yeah. I probably would. But he has become a different person. Yeah, too. if he didn't become like a weird, like, Alt-right wannabe psycho. Joe Rogan yeah. quarterback, like, I would have thought he was cool. I would have fucked with him more. He was cool for a while. I, I, for a long time, I was like... Nothing wrong with a Rodge. It's yeah. the Packers that suck. I hate now the I'm Packers, like, but Rogers. Wow, this, I was so happy. I was like, "Wow, this is great." Now I can hate them both equally. Yeah, I, I, I think the big thing was I was like, "Man, Rogers' family doesn't talk to him. He doesn't talk to his family. They must suck." Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, man, it must have been him this yeah. whole time. I was so wrong. <laughs> hey, at least you could admit it. Unlike him, I was so wrong. All right. Uh, next up, we have Jake Paul mm. took on Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, man. Nate Diaz. I, hate, I hate the Diaz brothers. I hate the Diaz brothers too, man. I hate the Diaz brothers way more than I hate the Paul brothers. Uh, how about Nate Diaz just casually drop calling Jake Paul the N-word? And calling him the F-slur <laughs> in the, the press conference and before was the like, game. It's like, that's so funny. What that's a- hilarious. He's just using slurs and he's words just a that are just... a horrible person. He sucks. I hate him. I was glad that Jake Paul beat him up. I was too. I was but, too. But I will tell you this. So I have enjoyed like when one of the Diaz brothers has won in the past, when they're like ma- like major underdogs. Yeah. Nah. It's been kind of fun, like hilarious in a way, but you know. I'm not a fan of theirs. The, so, so the one thing I will say though is that Jake Paul, one cool thing he's done oh. is he's taken on Dana White at every turn. Right. And is it for show? Is it is it pro wrestling? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A yeah. Little bit. But, but it's nice to like that he's. Uh, everybody else just sucks his D. But what? But what he's done is he's just said you don't pay your fighters. 
mm-hmm. they don't make shit. Yeah, and then Dana unless like, unless they're su- and then Dana yeah. goes well, well, all the big guys at, yeah. make lots of money. You got to be a superstar. And everybody else that. doesn't make anything. Yeah, and, and they're so, killing their fucking bodies for nothing. Nate Diaz and- has been in a lot of main events, and I know I know I'm going to get a message with someone who's correcting me because I'm going to be wrong and I haven't researched this. <laughs> but what I have heard, so don't believe anything you say for the next ten seconds. Oh, I'm not saying that. I, I would say that whether I'm right or wrong, it's probably not too far off. Okay, got it. What I have heard is that Nate Diaz made more money in this fight than he did in UFC for his whole career. Oh wow! And I'm sure someone will correct me. No, no, that's not true. He made more there. But like the fact of the matter is, he got paid a lot more doing this mm-hmm. than he did main eventing UFC cards. Yeah, this and was a dream gig for him for sure. He lost, and he was wasn't that upset. Yeah, he like he was like, ah, oh, dang, should have won that fight. But I instead of training, I just smoked pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he walks out smoking joints. He's just a maniac. Well, the, I, he says they're CBD, but I, really I cares? hate the Diaz brothers, but. But anyways, um, yeah, it, it, it really shows you, though, that the UFC has a real problem. The fighters should unionize. Yeah. They need to be paid more. These dudes are putting their lives on the line. And the UFC is very wealthy. They have a massive deal with ESPN. They're a huge I think it's tough to unionize a little bit because... You but know, it's I not feel like there's going to be sport. people... I, I don't know. I just feel like in this, there's going to be scrappers that are like, dude, I'm willing to cross the lines for my shot and then the ufc is going to take those guys that are probably shitty and just tr- put all their money into training them for a year you yeah know, like, i get it I that's get it. what but, i but, think that these fighters are afraid is, of they are afraid of it and i know that dana's threatened them at every turn here but like there is a baseball players union there's a football players union there's a hockey yeah. players union there's a players union for all of the sports but fighting right right and like so that's fighting a problem. and the fighters i'm sorry like like we have seen some scary injuries in other sports, but I, there's a lot of them in fighting. Yeah. There's a lot of times that dudes get knocked out and it is like hard to watch. Right. Like you're like, ugh, he's going to need. You a- do. Yeah. They do need some protection because at any time their career could end forever. So like that's, you know, they yeah. need something. So I, I just think that that's one cool thing. And uh, Jake Paul, I mean, the Paul brothers, I don't know if I like them as people, but I sure like them as entertainers. Yeah. They're just fun. And like, they're entertaining. And like and the, Logan Paul, his the, brother. The, the brother that does the wrestling. Was in was in WWE the same night. Had a pretty sick move. Yeah, did a cool move in WWE. And so he fought in the first match of the night in Detroit on their big pay-per-view. Yep. And then won the match and then stayed in his gear, got on a private jet, flew down to Texas, to Dallas, where the Jake Paul fight was boxing match was happening and was there to walk out with him cool at that fight which is pretty cool that's pretty cool man um nothing will top at least that i've this is the coolest wrestling move i've ever seen yeah is at the last wrestlemania where he and some other dude oh they both jumped over the ropes they 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 both got up on like this i don't know how big these things are 16 feet or something like let's look the 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 ring is huge and they're on opposite sides in the middle of the ropes not the corners and they both time their jump magnificently, slap fucking just meet at a full collision in the middle and tumble to the ground. And it was maybe the coolest wrestling move I've ever seen, except for some of those that are really scary where they like throw people off. A so they're 20 tower. feet, 20 feet. So they both jumped 10 feet and, and landed about. They hit each other about 10 feet in and, the air. Yeah, they were about 10 feet in the air, too. It was absolutely it was electric, a, a it was, electric. It was so. Cool. You know, if he's going to do shit like that, maybe he deserves some millions of dollars. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on. It's time to talk some soccer here. 
the U.S. women's national team oh. crashed out of the tournament in the round of 16. Never really, never really had it had it this year. I want to. Okay, so I want to. Um, so we had a conversation about them before we left on our trip. We were in Mexico before we went driving to, on one of those sketchy highways. No, but, but we talked about oh. it on our podcast before. Oh, before yeah, that they yeah, had yeah. been struggling in the opening yes, matches. Yes, and, and then, you're just like you know they probably have a ceiling this year, and yeah. they they hit it earlier than and, we thought. And what I said was, I think it's ridiculous that we're playing Alex Morgan and Megan Rapino. Like, why are they on the team? We have all these good young players, and we're just forcing these old late thirties people into these games. Right. And I was really complaining about that then. What happened is they went to the round of 16. They played Without it. ever being rude, by the way. Yeah. You were just, just talking about purely like, no, get the young, good players Didn't in. The, the sentimental people. players out there needed the We right talked players. about like line them up for a 40-yard dash and whoever wins gets to play. <laughs> like That's so, what we were talking about before this happened. So then they, they go into the round of 16. They play a very good Sweden team. They lose on penalties. Megan Rapinoe, who's 37 years old, went into the game, missed a bunch of chances, was just awful. Yeah. And then Mr. Penalty laughed when she missed her penalty, which was not a good look. Yeah. And then... And every fucking incel on the internet was just it licking was, their chops. They ready. had just finished typing about how Lizzo is so yeah. fat. It's hilarious. <laughs> and now I can say that and get reposted instead of like yes. shut down. They had a great week. Yeah, they great did. They were week. so excited. And so so to me, I think this is this is um needs to be taken in two different ways. Was it wrong for them to force Alex Morgan and Megan Rapinoe on the field when they were definitely past it? Yeah, and we should be annoyed by that mm-hmm. in a sporting way. Yeah. But the number of people who were like, this is what she gets for taking a knee during the anthem and being gay. and This is what wokeism gets you. Yeah, this is what being loser. woke gets you. You're a loser and you disappoint the country. It was just like men, asshole, loser, virgin men just fucking lining up to try to beat on uh you know a woman who is a in the important member of the lgbtq community was an incredibly great player for the u.s team we and we won it last time she was absolutely crucial so i think if you find yourself being like i hate megan rapino she's the worst she's so annoying i think check yourself i think you need to check yourself i i I was annoyed that megan rapino was on the field i was right but that wasn't because of anything she stood for no and i think like the the incel community has had a great time beating on women Lizzo in any and kind of minority community. Like, they've been waiting for these women to make yeah. some mistake yes. that they can jump on. Yes. And Lord, are they jumping. It's they, annoying. They so um, USA, they've got to look in the mirror. They'll definitely get a new coach now. And okay. they need to come back with a new approach. Um, maybe one that's a little uh, less about pretending you're the best team and getting yeah. back to grinding out these tournaments. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yep. All right, so other things that happened in the world of soccer, Harry Kane, the second leading scorer in the history of the Premier League. People uh, say that you look a lot like him. That's both awful. Both being British. He is hideous. <laughs> well, he's a handsome man. So He's Harry- a handsome professional <laughs> football millionaire. So Harry Kane played for Spurs, so he's been an enemy of mine for years, but he is also the captain of England. He's one of the greatest strikers. And you cheer for him heartily when England plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the greatest English players ever. Right. Um, one of the great strikers in the history of the Premier League. He's the second most goals. He's played for Spurs, which Close. is a joke because yeah. they literally never have won a trophy since he's been there. The best team to never win anything yeah. at all. Ever. So he he went and uh, joined Bayern Munich, the the 
you know, million time champions of Germany. They just he's guaranteed to win the German. They will win the title one million times for sure this year and next year and the year after that because they do. I mean, they win the title like nine out of. But they're my German team. You know that, right? Because I went to Munich once. That's Dortmund why. is the cool team. I know, and their jerseys are way cooler because they're the black yeah. and yellow, yeah, and they, they had were... Holland, didn't they? Yeah, they've had yeah, that was cool. They had Bellingham, they had Holland, yeah. they've had tons of cool. I guys. get that they're the cool ones, but I don't get to cheer for the cool ones. I get to cheer for Bayern because that's my team. So Bayern Munich, they are the the team of Germany, though. I mean, yeah. they are incredible. So he will uh, go and win lots of titles. But the funniest thing is, he played like two hundred and some games for Spurs. He won zero titles. His first game was like two days after joining Bayern Munich. He played for some, you know, bogus trophy in in Germany. And it was RB Leipzig, the Red Bull team Mm -hmm. from Leipzig versus Bayern Munich. And everyone was going, he's going to have played all these games at Spurs. And then he's going to go and he's going to win a trophy in his first game. And then Leipzig just whooped him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> three nothing <laughs> just blew him out and everyone so was like and baron is like um everyone had to be looking at him like, like oh god is it you? him yeah it must be him like we're He's never thinking the same thing we will never win again yeah. like it, it looked like that was what was gonna happen so oh my yeah god. this was pretty this was pretty funny but That's pretty he good. definitely will win the i title. mean i you know i i support him he will win the title this year and he will score the most goals in the league there you go and he's oh, that okay. level but. wow uh, also, everyone on Earth is going to Chelsea. Uh, I don't want to talk about this. We hate Chelsea. Uh, we it's we had to talk worse nice, and worse. We had to talk nice about Chelsea for a long time because Ryan is a well. Chelsea fan. To be fair, though, they've only gotten more and more corrupt and evil. Like after he left the pod, it's not like you know. It's, yeah, the the oligarch, and now they're like directly affecting the Russian my life. oligarch who was like you know the mentor of Putin left the team and yeah, somehow they got they even get. more corrupt <laughs> and, and they're they're reporting themselves for financial crimes right now just hoping and, that they can settle it's and, like the settling in court and they have now in in uh about 14 months they have spent over a billion dollars on player transfers insane that's more money than liverpool has spent in the entirety of their history so of eric their you can say it better but i'll sum it up quickly um we really need a cent- what is it called? Like a defensive a cent- midfielder. A defensive midfielder. Liverpool does. Yeah. And Chelsea. There was did. two amazing guys on the on the market, one way better than the other. And the idea is like, okay, there's the competition for the best guy, okay? And Chelsea won it. I get it. Maybe he even wanted to go there. That's fine. They're gonna pay him more. Okay. I understand. But then they went. And they grabbed the other guy too, they just bought, so we couldn't have they them. They bought both of them. They bought both, they're and the that worst. kills me. So that's so annoying. So now you know it's a critical position right now. So if you they look probably at the did league, it literally because we we were starting, yeah, to play like yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like we started the, the whole Premier League off by playing them. And so if you look at this position, mm. the best one in the world is Man City's player Rodri, the Spanish defensive midfielder, Rodri. and he's the best in the world. He plays for for Man City. Then uh, last year, um, he's. He's a little over the hill, but he's still elite. Um, Man United bought uh, Casemiro, the British or the the Brazilian defensive midfielder who yeah. played for Real Madrid before. Then there was three big names on the market: Declan Rice, yep, from West Ham, who plays for England. He signed for Arsenal for a huge fee this year. That was great. Uh, Chelsea had wanted him for a long time. But Arsenal got him probably because they're in the Champions League and Chelsea's not. I thought that meant something. Yeah. Then there was two left, Moises Caicedo from Brighton, who is this Ecuadorian superstar, and then Romeo Lavia, the 19-year-old. He's probably a little raw, 
but he's going to be very him. good from Southampton. He's a Belgian. Um, so it looked like the two people who were left who needed defensive midfielders were Liverpool and Chelsea. And they there was two left, and they mm. were both after both of them. And Chelsea signed both of them. Because they're just villains. I hate it. They're villains. So they're now we're trying to we're looking in the garbage heap, I guess. I don't know. There's probably yeah. other good players available. There but. are. There are, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what's happening. Everyone is going to Chelsea. They've signed over a billion dollars. I hope of both players. those guys are massive busts. The best thing now. is is that they've signed over a billion dollars, but like every time you hear a Chelsea fan, they're like, oh, we're just so young and like... We just like yeah. need to sign like four more guys. And I'm like, you've spent more money than anyone ever in the history of soccer. You guys should be the best team in the world. You mismanaged this. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, no we're kidding, just not so. even that good. Like even Ryan, we were in our group chat, and uh, Ryan said, uh, uh, I, "I said, who needs this game more?" And he was like, "Well, definitely Liverpool does. There's yeah. way more expectations on Liverpool." And I was like. Than the team who spent more money than anyone. Yeah, no, it's a good point, dude. I don't know. We hate Chelsea, especially mm. me. They're my. I would say Chelsea is my no, you... least favorite sports team. Yeah, that's impressive. More than I'm the Packers. Nearly... More no, than I'm, the I... Packers. I, I, dude, I'm down with the Packers. I probably hate the Yankees more. Um, yeah, there's a list, but they're on it. All they're right. on it officially now. Yeah. The other big thing this year, this summer, has been the Saudi League. Mm-hmm. So Saudi Arabia. Ugh. Yeah, they're buying happening. up everyone. They're buying players from every team. They're spending which big I thought money. was like cute and funny until it starts to hit home with yeah. like Liverpool players. That and could happen. The rumor this week is that Mohamed Salah, the my favorite player, the Egyptian king himself. I, I mean, it's not fair. The, the for golden me. boot winner, the yeah. the guy who's led us to Champions League win, Premier League win. Liverpool has been around for so long, and they've had so many great players. It would be unfair for me to say that he's the greatest Liverpool player of all time. Because Gerard and Rooney played there. I mean, or I'm, I, I'm sure there's a bunch of guys who played there yeah. that in the past who are all-time greats. You know that I don't even know of before I was born. Okay, but he's at least in the conversation. Yeah, he's one sure. of the great players. If there was a starting eleven from the last hundred years of Liverpool, he'd for sure be on it. Yes. So he's been. Which the, is cool. He's been. Him and Van Dyke have been the best two players that they've had for the past twenty years, probably. Maybe Steven Gerrard's also in that conversation, and they he wants to leave. And so it, well, it, I haven't heard him say that just to be fair. I haven't heard him so say the, that. The, the, I haven't heard his agent say that, or the team say that. I know that you are very well plugged in and I do believe you, Yeah, but I'm going to hold on to, I haven't heard him say that. It, I, he won't, he won't need to, he won't, he won't say that. <laughs> He'll never need to he say knows, it. He knows he doesn't want to burn these fans. He likes the Liverpool fans. They yeah, love and him. We like him. He, and I want to continue to I be think, a solid fan. I think he is thinking I'm pretty old now. I don't have many years left in me, and they're going to pay me a lot of money to score goals on a bunch of slap. We just picks. paid him though last year. Oh yeah, I think so, he just knows. Fine. He just knows they're going to pay me a lot of money to score fifty goals a year against a bunch of slap dicks in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and those Saudi slap I'm going to be just. I'm going to score a ridiculous amount of goals. I'm going to be one yeah. of the faces. I mean, he, you know, like if you were a Muslim superstar from North Africa or the Middle East. The Saudi League is probably a little more meaningful to you because yeah. those are the those are more your people. Those those are the people that look like you, who worship like you, who mm-hmm. have similar culture to you. And him being the and Egyptian he's king, incredibly popular with that group. Oh, I mean, he is, and he's an awesome ambassador for for Islam, for Egypt, is. for soccer, for human rights, for he, a lot of he, things. He rocks, so I, I can understand why he would want to go there. Yeah. And so I think if the fee is right, I think you could see him make a late move here. 
And I'll never watch a game it, in it that will, league, so I'll never see him play again. It if he will goes there, come down to though. So what, what? This is how it usually works. So what I'm gonna guess is that he said, "I want to leave." Liverpool said, "Hell no," and he was like, "I'm. I need to go. I'm gonna leave." You like I've done a lot of great work for you guys. Yeah. And so Liverpool is gonna start saying, "We really don't want you to go. Can we convince you to stay? If not, let us look for a replacement." Mm-hmm. So then they're gonna start going around looking for a replacement. They're gonna say. If we can get this guy or this guy, we'll let you leave. But if we can't, you're going to have to stay. And he'll say, okay, fine. You think so? That's what's probably going to happen. Okay. Well, then that wouldn't be so bad. That'd be pretty amicable. That, oh, I think it will be a... This it, isn't a James Harden situation. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think he's... I think maybe they he got a response from them like, hell no, you're not leaving. And that's mm-hmm. why he's... You're starting to hear some rumblings here. Yeah. Is because yeah. he's kind of saying... He was really upset to. being subbed off in the, yeah. the draw against Chelsea. Yeah. I get it. So I, well, I that I'd, would be a shame. I'd say it's but... something to watch for um, late in the window, and all teams can. For instance, uh, one of the starting center backs for Arsenal, um, Gabriel, he is uh, now suddenly linked with the Saudi league as well. So yeah. this is hitting every team, and in the short term, it's a good thing because these teams are like, oh, all the junk that I can't sell to any other team because they're financially responsible and don't have just infinite money, I can sell to the Saudi league. And they'll get paid great, so they'll willingly go. Yeah. So it's it's helpful in the short term, but I think it might get to a point where like they're competing directly for like the big talents. I, it already seems like that is happening. I mean, did you uh, some of the bonuses that um, Ronaldo is getting with his contract is crazy? But Ronaldo is like Messi. Like they I are they're more valuable to the league than they are to a, a, a certain team, team. As, as being a player at this point. I they're, know, and they're going to be treated very specially. Yeah. But it's a, you know they. That looks amazing to a lot of these big players, and Salah is not—he's a better player than Ronaldo. I mean, he's yeah, he's got more he's in the tank r- left. At this yeah, point, more in the sure. tank. I mean, he is a massive, massive name, and like when you're on like you know going through advertisements for the Premier League, there's always Salah on the on the face of the. It would be a big loss for the league, in my opinion, to to lose Salah. He's a top five guy in the league. He's a top five guy, and seems to be that like one of the top two, three guys. They'll have, like, Holland, and they'll have him, and then, you know, like, Saka will be in there. Saka. Yes. That's like, they'll have, like, six Kevin guys. On, like, like, yep, that's yep. kind of the guys that are... Yeah. Harry Kane was the face of it, and he's gone now. Which is unfortunate, because we've seen what his face was. <laughs> <laughs> he's a handsome guy. That's Damn what I'm saying. It. Damn it. Yeah. So, so that's too go. bad. But, hey, we don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know. We'll cover it more next week. So that's it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. We're back. We're happy to be back. Oh, it's fun. In town. Lots to talk about. Sports will only pick up from here. Um, we'll have lots of NFL and NBA and NHL stuff to cover over the next couple of weeks. College sports will be coming right around the corner. And uh, we have another episode this week. We haven't done a screencast. Or wait, well, we did do a screencast. Yeah, we did a, we did two episodes last week, too, before yeah, we left. Yeah, so we do have a screencast coming for you. We are going to be doing a fun rewatch. We've got all kinds of news and shows and suggestions, lots of fun stuff. So make sure you tune into that. Otherwise, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. Oh,